The Revamped Podcast, hosted by Lindsay Hepner. Rebuilding the digital entrepreneur. Today we have Amanda Page on the show, and I'm so excited because I went to Irwan today. Mm-hmm. Your product is in Irwan, mm-hmm. and I have seen Kira all the time, and now I now that I know the beautiful face that is connected to this brand and she's sitting right across from me, I'm so excited to talk about Kira. And what is Kira? Okay, yeah. So I was actually telling Linz earlier, like, I get this all the time. They're like, wait, this is your brand? I thought you were just like a partnership with it or connected to it for like social, but no, this is my brand. <laughs> oh my gosh. And that's so cool because we were talking too before this that you're from Hawaii mm-hmm. and the aesthetic and the marketing of it. I was saying like, this looks like OP and like the whole lifestyle of surf, like surf culture. So that makes so much sense to me now. Yeah. So when I, so like a little background about me, I um, studied business and marketing when I was in college. I went to college in Boston and I didn't expect to be a full-time model. I mean, it was kind of like, well, I'm making money doing it. Like, I'll just do it. And 10 years later, I'm sorry, I'm giving away my age. But like 10 years later, I'm still doing it. And this was kind of like the, not the transition, but like kind of going back to like what I initially wanted to do or like studied to do, which was like branding and marketing. Mm. So I helped design this. This inspiration came from, you were saying like, it reminds me of an OP ad. And the funniest thing is the inspiration came from this vintage Hawaii t-shirt. And, like, actually on the T-shirt, it's, like, this beautiful sunset, and it's, like, color blocking, and then in the back, there's Diamond Head. And I was, like, this is it. Like, we need to do a variation of this, like, vintage. And it almost looks like an OP, like, shirt that you find at, like, Costco, like, back in the day. Yeah. And I was, like, this is it. Like, this is what we need to do, and this is what we need to put on the label. So, like, that was, like, my initial inspiration was, like, finding this, like, vintage tee that, like, was from Hawaii and was, like nostalgic of when we were little because I wanted people to see it and like kind of pull on the heartstrings of like endless summer like back to when we were younger wearing like bikinis like at the beach like in the summer with your family like boogie board whatever the case is so that's kind of like how the label came to fruition um Kira is my fiance's inspiration like this is really like him and I's child like down to the t because it really is like everything that we grew up with regurgitated into a drink so Kira is a surf break in um in uh, on the gold coast and he's from the gold coast so he grew up surfing Kira so we were like okay it's like a name that means something to him like it is the no to the endless summer and like there's no meaning behind it wow so kind of like how you're saying you wanted to be able to have vamped that could transition into anything our whole plan was to have this like drink that wasn't just a CBD drink. It was to have a drink that has like, you know, could branch off into anything and is just like a lifestyle brand essentially that people like can connect with. So yeah, everything from the label to like the flavors is an inspiration from our childhood. So the flavors of lily koi guava, lily koi in Hawaii is passion fruit. So it's passion fruit guava. So like that was the drink pog. I don't know if you had it when you're in Hawaii. I didn't have it when. No, uh, guava was all that I was drinking. I was obsessed. Okay, so like <laughs> that is where I got that inspiration from, and then the back is all in like Aussie um, type of uh, 
like an Aussie voice. Mm -hmm. So like that was from him growing up and like we just kind of wanted it to be really playful and like fun. So that is kind of the story of how Kira came to life. <laughs> I, I love that because honestly, when I was I was telling Amanda that when I see the brand and the label, it takes me back to like a nostalgic like childhood memories because I grew up in Huntington, Surf City. Yeah. I grew up surfing. And then I was telling Amanda also for a couple of years of my life, I was living in Hawaii and that surf culture is really deep rooted. And the label feels like that. Like yeah. you instantly feel you're part of the culture again, even though I've been, I've stepped away for quite a few years now, but it, it does give me that feeling again. Like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to enjoy the drink. I'm going to be on a beach. I'm going to be surfing. Like all of that story and narrative feels like that from your label. So you guys did a really good job at branding and marketing it. And I feel like that's super important for brands, right? To yeah. create a story based on not even knowing what it tastes like yet. Yeah. I, I definitely think that was like, you know, a huge thing for us because it had to be something that people could relate to or want to be a part of. Yeah. It had to have longevity, but then it had to have the taste to back it. So exactly. that was like my criteria, like you were saying. Yeah. And a lot of brands do really well just by storefront. So you have such a good looking product that makes you want to buy it. Even to like, I feel like my mouth is watering right now because <laughs> I'm like, what does that drink taste like? <laughs> I know. I wish I had a cold one for you to crack open right now. And but. that's the thing. It's like, if you got me at that level of like what's inside, if you mastered the ingredients, you have a customer forever. I know. Right? Yeah. So what, what makes your drink different from others? Because we know that there's a lot of drinks out there right now. It's like, I felt like it's the season of making seltzers and CBD drinks and any type of drink. Like, are people that thirsty out there? I'm like, wow. I mean, you walk into Air One and it's literally an entire wall. Yeah. It's, it, it keeps wild. circulating. I'm like, there's a new brand every day. So I want to know what makes yours different? How do you stand out in this drink world right now so there's two things that I can kind of touch on this subject first of all it was the ingredient so I am like really interested in the health and wellness world and when we were doing the formulations for it I was like look, we were looking at different options on how to like sweeten it and how to do this and how to do that against I guess the CBD space of beverages and there's no other drink on the market that is as clean as us. We only oh. sweeten it with apple juice so we don't have any added sugar and so it's very lightly sweetened where a lot of other companies will use like different types of sugar alternatives which is fine but I wanted to keep it as clean as possible so like you can see the back of our ingredients and you'll understand everything that's in it. It's literally the tea, hemp, the juice extract and apple juice. That's wow. It. And that's really important nowadays because I feel like most brands have like all these weird words and like if you don't understand what you're drinking, it's kind of, well, most people are just like, whatever. Yeah. But I love that. I think it is really important nowadays. Like what are we putting in our bodies? Totally. And you if, know, you know, like drinks are so easy to just guzzle down. Like you should know what you're just guzzling because mm -hmm. you can do it every day, you yeah. know? So I think that was a really big thing that stood us apart from everything else on the shelf is just our ingredients. And then um, honestly, just kind of like our branding when we were doing it and we were like 
trying to figure out, you know, how this would stand apart from everyone else. We used to go to Area 1 and tape it onto bottles and stick it on shelves <gasps> and walk back and be like, okay, does it stand out? Like, oh, my did you, gosh. Did you gravitate towards it? I love that idea. Yeah, people people don't realize that, like, actually doing stuff like that and having, like, even a focus group, not even, like, uh, like going into an office and having six people show up, but looking and seeing what type of clientele are coming into the stores that you want to be in and figuring out, okay, does this translate to what we're making right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have to do that behind the scenes strategy, planning, pre-planning before you make so many labels. I love that idea. I love that you just went in there and said, does this look great with all the other products? Does this fit in? And a lot of people don't think about that. They think about, okay, this this looks great to me, but will it look great to everyone else? Yeah, and will it look great against everyone else? You know, like, will you want to – will it stand out? Will you stick out? Will you want to grab it? Like, does it work? Mm-hmm. Will it fit within the shelves? Like, there's just, like, little nuances that you just wouldn't even think of yeah. until you went and did it. Yeah. And what – okay, so how did you guys – like, I – we went through your marketing strategy of the label, but how did you guys get into manufacturing? Is it here? Is it LA based? Where, where are you finding your cannabis? So our cannabis we get, um, is all organic and we have a lab that nano sizes it for us. Um, so it's actually like, uh, it's like completely bioavailable for your body. Um, we don't, produce it here we produce it somewhere else in the U.S. and then we bring it over okay Um, you can keep your secret (laughs) manufacturing (laughs) but yeah so that was actually a whole funny thing is um we have never created a drink or anything in the food industry before this like Jared's family his uh dad is a caterer so and my mom loves to cook and so we both come from like these flavor backgrounds, if that makes sense, but we had never produced anything in the CBG space. So Jared was actually there running the whole line when we were getting our drinks produced. Oh, wow. So he was like making sure from beginning to end that he was doing it. And that was a process that we had to learn all on our own from like the ground up. And it's funny and it's a lot of work and you will make mistakes, but I think it's really important because understanding it from the very start and even like on the line and how the tops get put on how the label gets put on where you source your things you will know every step from beginning to end so you will always have a full understanding and if anything goes wrong you know what to do yeah I I think that works in every single business Um, just to share on my end if you don't know every single part of your business if that person leaves or how are you going to be self-sufficient still? You know, like if I have a salesperson and they're handling all my sales, if they leave, will I know how to do their job? It's really important to know all that stuff. Cause if you guys change your manufacturing company or whatever, you know exactly what you're looking for and still having the highest quality. I agree with you, even though it's so brutal to be there every day in the long run, that's how you have longevity of your business is knowing front to back the whole thing, right? 100%. Yeah. Um, So what was the next thing after, you know, after developing this amazing drink, having pure ingredients, your strategy on, okay, we were talking a little bit of like, you're like door to door kind of basically. Yeah. What, tell us that process, because I think a lot of people don't realize that is the hardest process. 
Where do you see your product in, in brick and mortar online? Like, did you start as brick and mortar and then you went digital or how did that go? So we launched both at the same time. We had it online, but we're only a year and a half in and what? like, yeah, we're a baby company. Like, wait, you, okay. Sorry to, I thought you were around way longer. No, we're baby. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. So, I mean, like maybe a little bit longer. I, this year has just honestly been a blur for us, but we launched our website and went into store at the same time. We just didn't really think that people were going to go online to buy our drink, especially being so brand new. We were like, you know, it needs to be that impulse buy. You're grabbing your lunch. You want to grab something on the way out. Like you see it in the fridge and you want to give it a try. Um, you're at work and you're going to have it at your desk pre-2020, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so like when we launched it, we're like, okay, here's the website. It's done. And then we are like, all right, well, we need to get into stores. This was looking back, like the hardest part out of everything, the hardest in some ways, but also not. So Jared had had a business before, and it was, like, before Starbucks had created the um, to-go app, like, the order, pre-order yeah. app. He came up with, like, a version of it for, like, the, you know, mom-and-pop shops. So, like, that they could have some sort of ordering thing. It didn't end up working out in the long run because it, it was a little bit before its time. But he was like, Amanda, like, you've never really done sales. Just expect that things – you you know, you're going to get a lot of no's. Yeah. And I was like, whatever, like – I'm just going to go and fucking sell the shit out of this. <laughs> and that's the mentality you need is like you can't be afraid of the no part. You just have to be like, look, I support my brand and just go for it. Okay, so go ahead. I love that. Yeah. So then I was like, I'm just going to be so savage. I'm going to start. I started, I would stay up till like one in the morning just DMing stores being like, hi, I have this product. I'm, I'm an influencer. I'm a model. <laughs> love me. Like how great am I? I have it. You should take it. Like you'll love it. Like just DMed every store. And then me and Jared, every day that I didn't have a casting or work, we would split up and he would go to all the stores, like every cafe, every brick and mortar that you could think of. And we would knock on the door and be like, hi, here's our drink. Would love to give you a sample. Like, here's our pricing. We sold it into every single store that you see. What? I mean, okay. So they just drank it and they're like, and we're then we going were getting yeses. So oh. that was the craziest part. It's like, wow. I hadn't, I got one no. I maybe went to like, I think we got like 60 stores and I got like one or two no's. Th uh, but that's a, that's a very extreme percentage ratio when it comes to door-to-door -door knocking I mean that's unheard of so oh but it was a pain in the ass like to get up to the person who made the decision they'd be like you would walk in and be like you, you're cold calling essentially right yep. so you're like hi love my drink carry it like you'll love it and they're like oh it's great but I can't make that decision um the manager or like the GM or like the owner will be back like this time so you'd have to leave and go somewhere else and be like okay I'm coming back like are they there yet oh like you just missed them so it'd yeah. be like We'd be playing cat and mouse for yeah. like three months straight of yeah. going back and forth to all these accounts. Yeah. So. Sounds like a Bumble date. <laughs> literally it was. I was like speed dating. You're like back and forth, back and forth, ghost. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Except I was the one on the shit end of the stick. Like the owners would ghost me. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> and the funniest thing is like when we started going door to door and we were working with accounts, 
I thought that I was going to be, like, the good cop and Jared was going to play the bad cop. It's completely the other way around. Oh, and you wanted that, right? You're like, I'm the good cop, right? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'm, like, you know, like, the nice one, like, whatever. But it's so funny. I'm – it's not like that at all. Jared's, like, the one that everyone wants to talk to. Like, he's, like – they're, like, oh, like, because really? he's from Australia. So, he's, yeah. like, everyone's, like, oh. oh, mate, like, how's it going? Like, he's, like, yeah, like, so laid back. And yeah. then there's me, and I'm, like, well, why won't you take it? Like, what's the reason? <laughs> No, and and I think that happens with a lot of businesses because I'm the same way as you. Like, I always want to be the good cop, but I end up being like the strict one. Like, yes. yeah, you just it's just mental mentality. I think you're just like, I just want this so bad into the store. And guys, I feel like are a little bit more relaxed about that. They're like, I know if it goes and the fact that he's Australian. I mean, that just elevates the relaxedness. And it works for us. Like, <laughs> yeah, it that's works. great. Like, he goes in. And sometimes he, like, will kick me under the table and be like, okay, man, you're going a little too aggressive. Like, let me take care of this. I got it. <laughs> but, yeah, so that was, like, the first three months of once we had our production done and came to L.A. We knocked on doors. We got our website up and running. We didn't really sell much through our website, to be honest. Like, it was the occasional thing. But, obviously, now looking at 2020, like, that is what we're trying to transition into. Got it. Yeah, you have to. Since you're pivoting right now and, and revamping Kira to digital marketing, what was what is your steps right now? What is your ideas of developing that more? So, to be completely honest, we are, like, up against a lot of odds. So, we have a premium beverage that is a baby. And um, even though we are in stores... It's tough to sell to people who have never tried it. And we are selling cases like online, which I was shocked about. We are selling this year, but we don't have any options to advertise. We can't pay for ads. We can't do any of that because of the hemp in it. Oh. So like, yeah, we um, weren't able to do that. Wait, can you discuss that a little bit more? So they're restricting any type of uh, marketing for, for cannabis online. I thought, I thought California were good. We're good on that level. So federally it's legal Mm -hmm. statewide. It's great. So they were actually supposed to pass a law in the beginning of this year, which obviously didn't happen because of the way that the year played out. Um, which is great for us because we're small and like, it gives us a chance to like develop before any big guys come in because I know a lot of big guys are looking at like doing hemp products. Um, but that being said, like that restricts us from doing any paid advertisement, just not just in California, but in general. So Facebook, wow. Instagram, we can't pay for ad space. Um, so that's been hard when we're trying to like push this online presence and it's hard to get the word out there mm-hmm. other than um, influencer marketing, which obviously I've been able to do. And like I have an amazing network and like I have really, really supportive friends, which is amazing. But it's been really tough. Yeah. And, you know, um, we are trying to rack our brains constantly on new ways of doing it. Have you have you guys also thought of maybe developing one drink that doesn't have CBD in it so we can. Oh, I love that face because that's like the pivot genius in you things dropping (laughs) next year. So, um, yeah, lots of future like exciting future things coming um possibly some new skews amazing and yeah again like I said in the beginning our dream wasn't to be just this one drink brand our dream was to be like a GT's where it's like yeah no matter what you go into whatever the brand it's like a trusted like you feel that like anything connection you, with it yeah anything you get you'll be good I, I think that's really really smart because y- 
you have such an amazing drink. And if you haven't tried it, definitely if there's another product that you can diversify into the world and be able to sell it on paid media, then they'll be more, they'll be like, whoa, I love this drink. Now I want to try to, the CBD one, right? Yeah. So it kind of like helps catapult the other one again. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, so also, how do you keep the brand relevant and attractive? Like, even though you have such a great marketing of it, how are you going to be like throughout the years keeping it you know, up to date because a lot of people, you know, you have to, you have to change themes and, and make sense to what's going on. Obviously no one ever planned for a pandemic. So, but that's also too, what's so great about being a CEO and an entrepreneur. You have to think about the what ifs at all times. For sure. So what is your idea to, you know, reconstruct for 2021 are you keeping the same label for the new stuff that's coming out or how are you developing that? So we definitely have a couple different things up our sleeves. Like I said, dropping new SKUs keeps things fresh and interesting and gives people a reason to try something different. Um, we have some things that we're changing up with the actual bottles and um, yeah, we'll have some future like branch offs of Cura. But for the most part, we are trying to grow what we have, but still stay consistent to the climate. Got it. Mm -hmm. So in the drink space, it's mostly SKUs that kind of keep it relevant. Like people love SKUs, accounts love SKUs. So we have some exciting SKUs coming up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Amazing. And also too, what's the best time to drink this? Like where did you, I, I you have such a great story behind it, but is this good for nighttime? Is this good for daytime? Is this good for all time? I think this is good for all time. Um, this isn't something that we always advertise, but it has no caffeine in it. Oh. Yeah. And like, what? I don't know if it's a good thing or okay. a bad thing because some people are like, oh my God, I wish there, I knew there was no caffeine in it mm -hmm. because I'd be drinking it more often. Yeah. I wish it was cold when you drank oh, it. Oh, you're but, fine, girl. I um, want to try it. So this one's the... Lily Koi Guava. Should I shake it a little bit? You can. So okay. we have like some actual juice that you see kind of like go to the bottom. Yeah. I saw that. That's what yeah. I was like. Should I shake it a little bit just to get all those flavors? But... Oh, I can't wait. Oh, it's so yummy. It's like very light too. Mm -hmm. I love that. I understand what you're saying like with some ice, but it feels like an iced tea, like just a healthy beverage like during the day. I feel like I'd I'd be drinking this at the beach for yeah. sure. This is well, great. so we do notice that obviously does a lot. Like it does great during summer. Like yeah. can you imagine being at the beach, like just sipping a cold one, right? But then also it was kind of like, you know, I want you guys to be able to like pick this up like during a work day. I honestly... The flavor really does just take me to surfing. Like, I love to go surfing, and that's, like, one of my outlets to, like, feel relaxed. So that – all the components in it actually made that. me feel like I was, like, on the beach getting ready to go surf right now. I that's love great. That. How do you – I mean, I think that's – I'm always so impressed by everyone's business and how they market because – you hit the nail on the, how do you say it, Chris? Hit the nail on the head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad at analogies, no. so I'm just being you, honest. You deliver beautifully. I love it. <laughs> but it is hard to, like, market something and then, 
like visually and then be like, oh my gosh, that even tastes the way I'm looking at it. Like, wow, girl, that's so impressive. Thank you. And and that shows how much hard work you've done yeah. on, the, on the product. I mean, and also here's something really funny is we created these flavor profiles in my kitchen. Oh. So like we literally just sat there for days on end, just like putting things together. I remember coming back one day and like Jared opened the door and I was like, what is wrong with you? He was like, <laughs> just spazzed out. Oh my God. He was so like high on tea caffeine oh. that he was like, I've been testing in the kitchen all day. I was like, oh my God. I think you need to like sit down for a second. Oh my god. But gosh. yeah, so we literally created these flavors in our kitchen. Well, that is so great. You did a great job. I've only had one flavor. This is the Lily Koi guava, and I gravitated towards it because I drank only guava in Hawaii. I was obsessed. And that, you know that brand. That brand is super sugary. Oh, like, my God. You, you can only have, like, one for the day. It's a lot. It's a lot. But I got the flavor. I still, and the nostalgia came back. Oh. It was great. So if you guys have not tried this brand, Kira, you need to try it. It's it's very light. It's refreshing. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. And it's beautiful packaging. Thank I'm all you. about marketing. So I'm like, this is great. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's my baby. Um, Yeah. So I, okay, hold on one second. They're probably going to cut this out. I think we, wow, I feel like we went. We went through a lot. Like you, yeah, I I was, I'm very, oh, I mean, you see a product and you're like, most people are like going to look at this product and be like, I can make that right all the time. I swear. A lot of people just think that's, that's easy, but it's not executing is the hardest thing. And I really, really appreciate that you were vulnerable and transparent about you going door to door. Because yeah. a lot of people would not ever talk about that part, like that they went door to door and they actually were like, please, like, try this. Like, that is a lot of effort on your side. Okay. And digital marketing definitely makes it a lot easier for entrepreneurs to create and develop their brands nowadays. So the fact that you guys did grassroots and that's still like traditional is still useful during this time. Um, but now that you're pivoting, you're pivoting into the space and creating new products to amplify digital space. Those are all key things that any entrepreneur right now, if they're getting into the drink world that's, yeah. or any type of product with CBD and is really important. I kind of wanted to like emphasize the fact that we did literally hustle it from door to door because I do have friends who are like, oh, you know, I'm going into the CPG space. Like, how did you just – do you just go to a distributor? Do you just go to this? Now we have a distributor. We have a yeah. couple nationwide. So we are nationwide now. Um, and we literally told them, we're like, we can give you the distributor, but they're not going to take you until you hit, like, X amount of stores. Or, like, there's no formula other than not being lazy because yeah. people think that once they create the product, it'll just be fine. You can just get it wherever. Yeah. And some people are able to do that with networking connections or whatever space they're in. But, you know, in order to get where we are, you have to go door to door. You have to, like, be vulnerable. You have to put in the work. You have to spend time and gas. And that's kind of how we got to where we are now. Yeah. There's, uh, there's so much effort to make something 
look so easy. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of effort when it looks effortless yes. online. Yes. Um. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we do a lightning round every single show. It's a lightning round. <laughs> Just asking you random ask questions. Okay. Great. I love it. <laughs> and we get to know you better. Oh my god. I'm yeah. scared, but I'm also excited. Okay. Oh, be excited because that was so great. I learned so much from you today. So now I get to learn a little bit more personally about okay. you. Okay. Awesome. So tapas or pasta? Tapas. Okay, why? I just love the idea of having lots of little things. Like, I, my dream is just to have, like, a grazing board of everything. Like, I love little okay. things. Okay, yeah. That seems that seems fair. Because I always get bummed when tapas come because I'm like, this, there's not enough. There's not enough of this one good meal. <laughs> I understand that. But, like, if there was a lot of them and you could just try all of them. But you have True. to have, for tapas, you have to have the right amount of people. Because if there's, like, an extra person, it, like, gets awkward. Yeah, and there's not enough. Mm-hmm. Usually, yeah, if there's too many people, it just, yeah, it takes away the whole dish. And then you're like, I didn't have enough of that. I get it. Ask permission or beg forgiveness. Beg forgiveness, always. That is such a good business. You know what, Chris? I love this one because it's so great for business. Just go out and do something and then ask for forgiveness later. Even today, I, I brought my dog into a store and they asked me if she was a uh, what Service is it? Dog? Yeah, and I was like, yeah. And I walked, I walked in. She, they're like, okay. And if they're gonna kick me out, I'd rather so- sorry. But she's a good dog, you know. Exactly. Ask for forgiveness. Ask for forgiveness. <laughs> as long as you're not like doing anything too like crazy. You know, yeah, yeah. Like ask for forgiveness, especially in business. Yes. Especially in business. Yes. Ask for forgiveness. Perfect. Um, if the toilet paper roll is really low but <gasps> not completely out, do you replace it or do you leave it for someone else? I replace it. Oh, I'm so bad. I'm you job. leave it? <laughs> I just feel like, well, at my house, I live alone. So I'm the only one replacing it. Yeah. But normally. Normally? <laughs> I'm like, someone, someone, someone will enjoy got it. I mean, I feel like some people enjoy that process, right? Yeah, why it's not? It's like an OCD thing. For sure. I'm helping out the OCD people. Yeah, you're giving them something <laughs> to like bring them joy today. Yeah. How many redheads are you friends with? I was, like, not expecting that question. Why? Me either. I'm like, I am Ron Burgundy. I know. Um, I would say (laughs) between, like, 5 and 15. Whoa. Wait, that's a very big amount of redheads, you know. Well, do we call strawberry blondes redheads? Because I have a lot of strawberry blonde friends. Yeah, right? Redhead, strawberry blonde. You know no. I feel like redhead is. I feel like redhead is red. <laughs> but then like, there's so many variations of red. That's true. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. unless it's like dyed. Like, how do I know if like they're actually a redhead? True. You know? like, there's that's a why lot I think of strawberry people. blonde. Okay. Well, that's a lot. If if those are your redhead friends, that's a lot. I I think I might have two. Maybe a one guy, one girl. I have to think about that. I don't know. If she asks me, she doesn't even know. <laughs> What's the type of triangle with two equal sides called? What's the type of triangle with two equal sides? Yeah. Oh, wait, is it a tri- If you're an Aquarius, tri- you should know this. <laughs> I'm using your sign against you. Isn't it like the one that's like this? Oh, God, this is like <laughs> geometry. I feel like it's like trapezium or trap. No? Oh, duh. 
Oh, well, I mean, says. when's the last time we were in school? Oh my god, like I'm so old. It's okay. <laughs> if it doesn't help your business, I, I don't care. We don't need it. <laughs> yeah. We don't need it. Yeah. Whatever. Doesn't matter. What's your favorite carnival food? Because you're never going back to a carnival again. <laughs> I know. What do I? What are carnivals even like? Like I'm just yeah. trying to even think. Like what do I even eat? What is a carnival? Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, I actually have, like, a really, really weird thing. Okay, go ahead. So, in Hawaii, yeah. there's not that much Mexican food. And I'm actually not a Mexican food buff. But, like, for some reason, like, in Hawaii, there's this thing called the Punahou Carnival. And it's every, every February. And Punahou is, like, it's, like, a prestigious private school. <laughs> like, it's, like, got, like, the, like, like you know, like, like air to it. But um, every year they throw this carnival. And... They had this taco salad, and it sounds so weird because it's, like, not a traditional, like, carnival food. But for some reason, that's the first thing I think of. Really? Yeah, because that's what I would always get. Like, everyone would yeah. be like, oh, we have to get the taco salad. Yeah. I don't know oh. why. Did it taste like Mexican food or no? You know how, like, every single country has, like, a flavor to it? it like, you know? I mean, the, like, ingredients well, Obviously, Hawaii is not a country. It's a state. But know. you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what but Hawaii is, like... On its own planet. Yeah, it's its yeah. own culture, so yeah. I get it. But, like, yeah, I mean, it's – I wouldn't say it's authentic, but I also don't love authentic anyway, so it works <laughs> for me. But, yeah, for some reason, that's what I think of. Okay, yeah. I, I think of funnel cake all the time. Just, like, the churro kind of thing and then just a lot of whipped cream. Oh, yum. And then I'd feel sick after. Just, sometimes it's worth uh, being sick. Yeah. I just um, – I, I have a really hard time with sugar. Like, I just don't like sugar. And so when I do eat it, it just, like, amplifies, like, my anxiety and, like, no makes way. me shake. Oh, really? yeah. It's really intense. Like, I'll, the That's... whole day will be ruined for me if I eat too much sugar. That's really interesting. I've yeah. never heard of that. However, <laughs> I'm on the opposite, like, side of the spectrum where I'm, like, a straight sugar addict. Like, remember you're mm. asking me, you're, like, pasta or tapas? Yeah. If I could, like, literally never eat pasta for the rest of my life. But, like, if there's a cookie in front of me, like, like, it's done. Uh, yeah. You like, have to take it. I have to have dessert, like, yeah. every night. I don't have that feel. I'm a salt. Like, I wish I was I like that. I love salt. Yeah. Don't worry, girl. It's the same thing. No, it's, it's the addiction like so is bad. pendulum swinging. Oh my it's, god. It's extreme. I, I have to have nachos every night. What? <laughs> I it's love that time of the night. Yeah. I make my nachos. <laughs> He's laughing because it's probably true, huh? <laughs> no, people always ask me, "Are you healthy?" I'm like, "Just is is a nacho supreme every night healthy?" I don't know. That and pasta. <laughs> I. You know what? Healthy is just. A concept. Yeah. It's up to you to decide. Exactly. Hey, I'm I'm thriving. Yeah, so perfect. I'm I'm staying with nachos. Name a word that starts with the letter Q. That's so weird. Um quantum. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say quinoa. <laughs> I was like, here comes your health coming out. No, you know what I was thinking <laughs> of is what's that like it's so weird. I like watch this is the name again. Isn't there a Oh, you know what I was thinking what? of. I was like, what is that? First, I was like, who is that person? It's Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino. <laughs> but I oh, was like, that's, that's, a that's not a word, though. So I was like, quantum. <laughs> I will, Honestly, I was waiting for you to say quinoa because oh we were talking about healthy foods. So I was like, maybe that's in her brain right now. But quantum is another word. Mm. There we go. I don't know. Climb a mountain or jump from a plane. Ugh. I think climb a mountain. I don't, I've never been like, oh, I want to jump out of a plane. 
I think both sound terrifying because I think of that that show that uh, documentary Solo. I don't know if you've seen it. The guy that doesn't have anything on him and he just climbs a mountain. Yeah, I was thinking more like climb Machu Picchu, but like yeah, that's that sketch. Too, well, isn't that wa- that's walking right? Tra- yeah, trail that's walk. climbing, walking yeah, that's up true. a mountain, the same thing. That's true. I do not have any bone in my body that says jump out of a plane either. I don't either. And one of my best friends is a skydiver. I, you might know her actually, Nyla. She just jumps out of planes like. Yeah, I could. I couldn't. I, I don't know how she does it, but she has no fear. And it's so impressive. I'm like, the fact that you just hold on an airplane and just like. I'm like having you know anxiety what? listening. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. Well, also too, I was, I was supposed to jump out of a plane. And then they told me that what they do is first give you like an hour video that mm-hmm. shows you how to jump out of a plane and all the things that ha- go wrong. And I'm like, I wouldn't even get to the plane. After watching a video like that, I'd be like, I'm out. Well, you I'm also out. have to, like, sign your life where you're yes. like, okay, like, if I die, it's not your fault. Yes. So no like, thanks. Cool. No thanks. Not my thing. Um, If you were really hungry, would you eat a bug? Well, do I have another option? Like, no. Do I just no option. Like, Lion strength- King style. I guess I would. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are the bugs that have protein? Crickets. Yeah, oh, that's like a thing. No thanks. Says. Yeah, no thanks. Did you go to sleepaway summer camp as a kid? Did I? That was such a weird question. <laughs> sleepaway? Isn't yeah, it? it's like, you know, sleepover camp. Okay. I did, and I remember going, and like, the I went, and I think it was like four, maybe four nights or three nights, and I remember... Either it was the first or second night in, I called my mom and they came back to me. Really? You're like, like freaked out. I'm not a team player. Like I remember when I was little, they would try to get me to do all these like team sports and stuff. And I'm just like, even now I realize like I am when I wanna be, but like for the most part, like even when we go to events or certain things or did, yeah. or if I had to commit to spending a night or going on a trip with people, I always find myself to be like I just, like, I have a hard time playing on a team with stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, like, it's always been my personality. I've always, like, walked to my own drum, the beat of my own drum. And, like, if I don't want to do it, like, it's very apparent. Well, that's that's good, though. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If you feel a certain way, you shouldn't ever put yourself in an com- uncomfortable situation. For sure. Right? But now I know better to not even bother doing things like that. Yeah. You're like, I'm good. Yeah, but that's awesome though. I think a lot of people don't ever do that for themselves. They don't ever listen to the inner voice in their their heart that says, "I don't think that's a good idea," and they just do it. Yeah. So the fact that you are like, "No, I'm I'm good. Everything in my body is telling me to stay here. Just do that." I think that's really important as a human that yeah. you should listen to your inner self. Yeah, because, help you. You know, otherwise, like you're. I I feel like it was obvious then as a kid and now I've really like brought it into now and I think people have a hard time like just not going because they know what's you know the end result but they still go with it yeah I can't yeah yeah I'm I'm same like you Uh, if I feel a certain way it's not gonna happen yeah I'm I I don't have time for it no yeah not at all I like that how long can you hold your breath for (gasps) I don't know you're from Hawaii girl that's why I'm wondering you probably can hold your breath I used I know I used to be able to like so I have a pool at home and I used to be able to do it like there and back but I haven't been like underwater in a while so I don't know I mean 
Yeah, I don't know. I haven't tried that. <laughs> I'm going to go home and I will text you and get back to you and okay, you can do like a little follow yes. up. Yes. <laughs> no, that's great. I I wonder how long I can hold it. I feel like I can hold it for at least a minute. That's pretty sure. good. Yeah. Because I used to do the before, uh, like, I used to time myself as well because it's just fun to, like, know. I know. But honestly, for, and when you surf, it's very important because I've had times where I didn't know which way it was up. Yeah. You know, when you get tackled by a wave, like, you have to learn to, like, hold your breath and be calm. So mm-hmm. I think I can at least do a minute. That's good. Yeah. I don't know if I could do a minute anymore. I have to see when I go home. I'll let you know. Well, I have to know, too, because I have anxiety now. So, like, it's probably 30 seconds now. She, like, both sticks her head under the sink when I leave. She's like, one, two. Yeah. I had less anxiety then. <laughs> have you ever seen a kangaroo in person? I have. Oh, did you go to the zoo in Australia with all the kangies? Oh, yeah. They're so cute. They're so cute. They're so I cute. Koala. Oh, me, too. Mine pooped on me. It pooped on you? Yeah. I actually went with Kalani. I have a picture of me and him holding a koala. And it's like so awkward. And you're like. Yes. And they feel not what you expect. They're not soft. And they're like clawy. Yes. They claw and they feel like like a scrubber. Yeah. They're like. They're. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Like a scrubber. <laughs> That's. Exactly. They're not soft. Like you no. think they're like cute and cuddly. And they're like soft and cute. And you're yeah. like. Wait. You're really hard and itchy. And like. You're clawing <laughs> on to me. And you like don't, obviously don't want to be here. Yeah. You don't want to be here. And you're high. <laughs> you're super high. Literally. Yeah. From your eucalyptus leaves. All right. Well. That was another great episode. I had so much fun with you Thanks, Amanda. Thank you so much for coming on. And where can we find you? What's all the tags and your Instagram, okay. Kira's Instagram? So Kira is Kira Life. I'm Amanda Panda Page. You can order it online at kiralife.com. Can you spell that out for us? K-I-R-R-A-L-I-F-E.com. Perfect. <laughs> and I'm actually going to make you a code. <gasps> oh, so perfect. It'll be vamped 30. Woo! So, so everyone, off. oh my gosh. And free shipping. Amazing. Yeah. So if you have people for the holidays or I don't know when this is coming out for the new year, um, yeah, you can use that code and I'll keep it active. Oh. And you can also find me in January. I'm opening up a coffee shop in I Venice. I heard that. <laughs> I will be there. Yeah, it's super <laughs> exciting. So we'll also have Kira there in my fridge, which I'm also really excited about. So yeah, that's where you can find it. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited for everyone that's listening to get some of these drinks because they're amazing. Yes. And beach life is always life, I, I know. feel like. Especially we need it this year and next year. Oh, every year. Um. So yes, go check that out. Go check Amanda out. Thank you guys for watching. Please subscribe, comment below, and yes, find us on audio and video. Thanks, guys. Thanks.